What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing Hungary and why Hungary is a positive example of Christian nationalism. Um, Hungary and Viktor Orban was viewed by Stephen Wolf as the most prominent, best example of a Christian prince, so to speak, that we have here on earth. Yet Hungary has many detractors, even in Christianity, and those detractors include Michael O'Fallon. And it also includes the Democrat Party, not really within Christianity, but the Democrats hate Hungary, they hate Viktor Orban, they hate what he stands for, what Christian nationalism stands for as it's being applied in Hungary, but we're going to talk about why Hungary is a positive example of Christian nationalism, and we're going to use um, some overarching narratives, but we're also going to point to an interview that Viktor Orban gave with Tucker Carlson recently. So I wrote an article about this interview. I didn't do a video on this interview. This will be the video that I do on this interview. So we're going to get to that, but first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join, but the least you can do is like this video and subscribe to the channel if you are new. Also, check out that free Evangelical Dark Web newsletter linked in the description below. So, we're going to go to this interview that he did with Tucker Carlson. I already wrote about this. And there's a lot of good stuff in here, a lot of talk about, you know, Hungary and their position on the Ukraine-Russia war, but we're going to talk more about the national identity portion of this interview, and it's quite profound because the anti-Christian nationalists in the church have a lot of disagreements here, and Viktor Orban, kind of like a strongman leader in Eastern Europe, although Hungary is technically Western Europe historically speaking, because East-West was historically divided by, you know, Catholic versus Latin versus Eastern churches was kind of the dividing line between Eastern and Western Europe, but I digress. But certainly in the Cold War era, Hungary's kind of been viewed as Eastern Europe. They were part of that block because they were occupied by the Soviet Union post-World War II. So... This is embedded in Hungary's history, and, you know, there's all this talk about preserving a national identity, and the anti-Christian nationalists think that that is bad, that preserving a people group is bad. So we're going to pick up right where Tucker Carlson asked about this very topic. Last night we stood here and you had fireworks over the city to celebrate the founding of the city of this nation, St. Stephen's Day, um, and you had about 10% of your entire population standing outside cheering, and they all seem to be happy to be Hungarian. How, how, how do you get a country that's grateful to, to be Hungarian and identifies? You know, it's, a, it's, an, it's an ancient nation first. The country was established 1,100 years ago, so we are a historical nation using the same language, no relatives, nobody speaks the same language around us. 
Germans and Slavic, no Hungarians. So therefore, to maintain the, the language, to maintain the culture for this country is a big achievement by itself. So we celebrated, even yesterday, that we did it for more than 1,000 years, that we are still Hungarians. And to be Hungarians, is, is very, we are very proud of it. We love the nation, we love the country, so, and we are proud of it. Uh, it's, it's not very much mainstream thinking, political thinking of today Western uh, societies, but in Hungary we are still very patriotic and uh, Christian and committed to that values. Not in an ideological level, but on the streets every day. Do you think that's why? So I want to give a quick note here that when he talks about an ideological level, he's not using that in the typical way that a lot of us think that in the word ideological, like, you know, some might consider me an ideologue, uh, which isn't an, a wholly unfair critique or comparison, but Victor Orban has a different understanding of ideologue. He's talking about, you know, I guess I, academic versus practical. I think he's more framing the issue that way. But so when he says that Christianity is not as, you know, or Hungarian understanding of a people group that including Christianity is not ideological. Um, there is, we're going to talk about the religiosity of Hungarians, but there, there's a everyday practical way. And I think that's how he's using that. But this has been a major debate within the Christian sphere. And that is whether preserving a people group is good. Is it good for, eth you know, ethnic groups, races to self-preserve? Is the idea of the great replacement bad because it undermines this so this has been an ongoing debate within evangelicalism for a long time uh, and Victor Orban clearly on one side of the issue saying hey Hungarians have preserved our culture for a long time over a millennia I feel like Hungary is even older than that but uh, dating back to Attila the Hun but still uh it is a very fascinating country. I think of all the countries in Europe, Hungary has the most underrated history in all of Europe because it's a cool country. And I've thought this for a long time, even before I knew who Viktor Orban was. So anyway, uh, we're talking about national identity here. We're also going to talk about undergirding social fabric, which is part of what Stephen Wolf you know, is trying to aim towards in his book, the case for Christian nationalism. Why you're so unpopular among the leadership in the United States and the West? I am, I'm not the favorite politicians of the liberals, unfortunately, but nobody's perfect, you know? <laughs> but why do you think that is? <sighs> the country seems to be thriving. That's usually yeah. the measure we use. No, 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 it's, it's, more, uh, it's more about our civilization. I mean, the Western Christian civilization. Now, the main division line is not according to ideologies. It's, uh, it's, it's deeper. It has an anthropological character. So on one side, in Europe and probably in your country, but in Europe definitely, there are groups of people who think that the most important thing of the world is their ego, themselves, me. This, this is the center of the world. The other camp of the people, the other part of the society thinks that it's not true because there are certain things which are more important than me, than my ego. Family, nation, God. And because they are more important than me, I have to serve this higher level of things. So this society has a majority here in Hungary. 
and the other society which is concentrating only me, you know, only dealing with myself, it's, it's more westernized, dominating factor of the political life. And the governments of the West, more belonging to the, to the first group of the people. I belong to the second one, and Hungary belongs to the second one. Our, our, our constitution is concentrating on the we, you know, how we are linked together, family, nation, God, what is common, you know. So we, the Hungarian nation, that's how we speak on that. It's totally out of fashion now in the Western European societies. But why would that be so? So I want to pause right there because great answer by Viktor Orban. And he's talking, he's given a critique of what's kind of being called the atomized man, atomized individual. The idea that we kind of have a radical individualism that has ultimately been the undoing of individual liberties here in the United States, I would argue, uh, because there is no undergirding f social fabric. And this is one of the arguments that Andrew Eisker makes in his book, The Boniface Option. And the argument that he makes is that, you know, the whole idea of the Second Amendment, you know, we can always go resort to the Second Amendment. He's He calls that a LARP, basically, because we are so atomized that... We, could, we don't have an undergirding social fabric in which we can unite and apply the Second Amendment here in the United States. It's a cope until then. You know, it's a cope without that undergirding social fabric. And what Viktor Orban is saying is that Hungarians have an undergirding social fabric. We don't have a radicalized individualism. You know, we believe in something higher than ourselves. We believe in family, country, and God. And those are good ideas, those are good ideals, and those are good things. And that's still controversial even in modern evangelicalism. It's just shocking. But this was an excellent critique by Viktor Orban of Western society, Western culture. Provocative to certain people in the West. I mean, different countries have different traditions. Mongolia has its own religions, language, but that's not offensive. But something about what you said is very offensive. Because in, uh, in the Western societies, politics very often led by intellectuals. And the intellectuals like to, uh, to be ideologists, uh, a special approach from the ideological point of view. And you know, ideology is a very difficult thing because it has an exclusivity. So when the liberal says that this is the interpretation of society, it means that this is the only way to interpret the society. If you do differently, you, are, you cannot be a good man. So we have another interpretation. We have a Christian and national, more traditional interpretation of human being and society. But they can't accept it because it's different. So we are plural. They are hegemonistic. That's the problem. <laughs> and again... That's another thing that's going to drive the anti-Christian nationalist nuts is that he critiqued liberalism head on. He said liberalism's bad. He, and he, he has another banger here in a second. But, and, and the big money line from this interview is about to come up. But he is tearing down one of the idols of Christianity, and that is liberalism. The, the idea that liberalism means freedom, even, you know, even if the root word of that and liberty have the same root, it's not freedom. Liberalism has led to so-called leftism, and liberalism led to socialism everywhere it's been tried. So 
liberalism is just as bad and we got to recognize that and you're starting to see some people wake up it's going to take a long time to kind of deprogram americans because you you got to think about it americans used to only have walter cronkite reading them the news on tv so we have a lot more places to get information from but it's going to be, you know in in that sense it's democratized but we still have a lot of programming to undo. So that's that's our issues here in the United States. And one of the biggest programmings that we have to undo is this post-World War II liberalism that really captured society. So there, the intolerance is baked in. It's part of... It's coming from the... The ideology. Absolutely. The liberal ideology, basically. The, you know, liberal originally meant freedom. But now in Europe, liberal means that you are enemy of the freedom because you are hegemonistic uh, request on society, on, on values and the concept of human being as well. So liberals are against freedom. That's how we, how we see them. I've noticed. I mean, I... I... So that is our uh, special clips here. So let, let's just do kind of a refresher of Hungarian history for a second. So Hungary, um, basically hills, tribesmen, stuff like that. Uh, then they become Christian. They become a Christian nation. Uh, it takes them a, an attempt, but they beat back the Mongols. Like the Hungarians were pretty instrumental, I would say, in keeping the Mongols from conquering Europe because they used the Mongols' kind of own tactics against them. The Mongols also made the ill-advised decision to invade Hungary during the winter. So a lot of factors there, but the Hungarians, they delivered the W for Europe. So very underrated history, like I said. So let's fast forward after World War II, Hungary is basically occupied by the Soviet Union. Uh, there is a revolt, I believe in the 1950s. I can't remember what year. And the Hungarians kind of lay down their arms in a, you know, uh, negotiations and, you know, they think it's settled, but it, you know, turns out the uh, Soviets round them up afterwards. So that there's your history lesson on lever, never laying down your weapons. And then in 1990, so you got to remember in communist countries, the church is persecuted. So Hungary is no exception to this. So the church in Hungary was persecuted. Now, Hungary is, is kind of a mix between Reformed Protestant and Catholic. Uh, the communists don't care. They go after both. So Hungary was, you know, Hungarian Christians were persecuted. And the churches in Hungary didn't have autonomy until 1990. So this is the generation... You know, a generation later is the generation that Victor Orban is leading. This is the generation that he came up out of. And as a result of communist persecution of the church, Hungary has low religiosity. Like the number of people in Hungary who are actually believers is actually pretty low. The number of people who regularly attend church is pretty low. 
Yet, in Hungary, they consider Christianity a core part of their national identity. In Hungary, you have a president, or you have Viktor Orban, who is their world leader, so to speak. He, he is the leader of Hungary that represents them on the global stage, representing Christian values. Now, again, Viktor Orban is not a perfect leader. He was terrible on COVID. Point blank, he was terrible on COVID. That is his biggest weakness. That is his biggest black mark on his resume as a leader. He's been pretty great otherwise. Uh, especially with his family policies. Especially with his uh, uh, fight against the mass immigration that they want to do. The fight against the uh, gay agenda in Hungary as well. So he's been really good on all these issues. Very much a representation of what Christian nationalists would want to achieve in national politics, he's doing. Because after all, Stephen Wolf said that immigration should be the number one federal concern of Christian nationalism. Controlling immigration. Because demographics is destiny in politics. Yeah, there, there's your poli-sci 101. And yet, a lot of evangelicals think, oh, if we just import more immigrants, they're going to bring the religiosity of the country up. No. Doesn't happen. It doesn't work like that. Illegal immigrants are not good church members. They're not going to be faithful members in their own community because they weren't faithful citizens of their own country. Nor are they faithful citizens here. So, bad arguments you see from liberals in the church. But in Hungary, they recognize Christian national identity. And I think under Viktor Orban's leadership, things are going to get better for the church in Hungary. Because he is showing partiality to Christianity in Hungary. He is implementing Christian biblical policies in Hungary. I think this will, will improve the religiosity in Hungary. Because after all, there was basically no not underground church in Hungary for a while, 50 years or 40 years, um, under communism. So there are a lot of people in the church, let's call out TG3, there's a lot of people in the church that think the church automatically thrives under persecution. And if you read the book of Acts, when the church is persecuted in the book of Acts, they leave and preach the gospel somewhere else. And Christians were told to get out of Jerusalem prior to AD 70. Get out of there. They're going to experience the judgment of God. Get out. Hightail it out of there. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul was lowered out of a city in a basket. So there is a time where people are supposed to leave. But we also see that when leadership follows God, it is a reflection of the people. We see that all throughout the Old Testament. Under King Ahab, there's only 7,000 men who hadn't bent the knee to Baal. That's a low number. It's, it's a remnant, but it's a low number. But when you have a king like Josiah, you see a resurgence. So I think 
Does it work bottom up or top down? I think the answer is yes. It goes both ways. History shows us this. I think the scripture shows us that it goes both ways. I think Victor Orban will show us that will lead to a, or be a contributing factor to a revival in Hungary. That's what I think is going to happen. Because they have a low starting point here. Nowhere to go but up, I should hope. <laughs> but that that's why Hungary is a successful example of Christian nationalism, not the failure that people like Michael O'Fallon want to call it. Not the failure that, you know, the liberals and the TG3 types want to call it, the medieval types. They don't like Hungary. But it's a success story. And we're early into the success story. But nonetheless, you're seeing policies in Hungary lead the way. The idea of um, children, uh, four-member households having, was it, four children and you don't have to pay income tax? Ideas like that, they're gaining steam here in the United States, but they're being tested somewhere else first. So anyway, that's what I wanted to say about that. My name's Ray, this is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this content, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Otherwise, or podcast as well. Otherwise, have a blessed day and we will catch you on the next one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.